Welcome to the Chicago Bears Podcast. A presentation of ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Here's your host, Pat the Designer. Bear Down Bears fans, welcome in to another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. Pat the Designer in the building with John Yurkovich. The good kid Yurko is here and it is Vikings week. As Vikings week continues, we have our eye on the enemy. We got to do a schedule run through with the good hit, good kid here. Good kid. I mean, listen, first off, how you doing? Welcome back. I'm, I'm great. Good thanks, to see you. Thanks for having me. It's always, always phenomenal. You know, when you it's time to go through opposing teams' uh, schedules, you know, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> listen. It's what I love. <laughs> you know it signals where we are in the offseason. Well, it's a lot closer to being the regular season. Oh, I'm excited. So I'm excited. I got to see it. Yeah. Hey, let's jump into this thing. Let's get right into this let's because I think it. that this Vikings team, there's been a lot of controversy on how people feel where they're going to finish. Some people think that they're going to be able to run it back. Some people think there's going to be a large regression back to the mean. Let's jump into this. Week one, Tampa Bay versus the Minnesota Vikings. How you feeling about well, listen, where the Vikings it, it, start this well, season? Let's do the Vikings just a general kind of a, a, an overview before I start breaking it down for you. Let's do it. They've got the best quarterback in the conference. I mean, Absolutely. not in the conference, in the division. In the division, they yeah. They do. Uh, by subtraction, they've got the best quarterback. They were 13-4 and four last year. They were 12-1 and one in one-score games, so there's a natural regression that's going to take place. Yep. So that's what I feel. But even having the best quarterback in the division – doesn't necessarily mean you've got a quarterback that can take you anywhere. So doesn't mean you have the best team either. And that the the defensive line is a question mark right now, especially with Danielle Hunter possibly being out of there. Yeah. If he wants to leave, but if he doesn't leave, then he's going to go up there and he's going to perform. Absolutely. He doesn't have a choice. Especially if he wants to get paid down the line. Oh well. Uh, All right, let's go. First game. Let's Tampa jump into at it. home. Tampa Bay versus the Vikings. How you feeling about? I got Tampa Bay lo- uh, w- uh, losing this game. You got them losing that game. Yeah, not Minnesota, feeling good about the Bucks. Not feeling good about the Bucks at all. Um, yeah, I think Minnesota wins this one at home. That defensive line still a little stout. Doesn't do enough to Kirk Cousins, huh? Yeah, not, not for me. Okay. No, sorry. Then they got to travel on a short week to go to Philadelphia. Yeah, it's an easy Philadelphia victory. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Philly, I, uh, I think Philly keeps it going. Philly lost some good pieces this year. Uh, they did a really good job of replacing yeah, it. Yeah, I think they're fine. Yeah. I don't think they have any issue. Oh, and that one's on Prime Video. You got uh, <laughs> you gonna be you gonna be tuned in on the Prime. Great. You gonna be tuned in on the Prime. Screw up the NFL schedule. Nice job. <laughs> Week three versus the Los Angeles Chargers. I have the Chargers winning this one on the road. I think the Chargers are a pretty damn good team. Yeah. I think on the overall, they're a little bit better than the Minnesota Vikings. So I do have the Chargers winning this one. Yeah, Vikings starting this thing off one and two. Week four versus Carolina. At Carolina, I have a victory for the Minnesota Vikings. For the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, they go on the road, they come back, they respond. Two and two right now. Week five, Kansas City Chiefs. That's a loss. That's a loss. That is a big loss right there. There's no regression on the Chiefs part. No, no, they're not going to regress. As long as they've got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, they're going to find a way to win. And Travis Kelsey. So you got them right now, two and three. Here's the interesting week, the week that all Bears fans are going to care about. First week versus the Chicago Bears. How are you feeling about I that? I feel one? that the Bears get a victory here. This is in Chicago, 12 o'clock New game. New game on Fox. And and I, I think the one thing that I see going through these early weeks here with a lot of these teams is good ability to stop the run, and I think that weakens Kirk Cousins. I think the Bears will have a little bit better ability to stop the run well, as well. They've they've made marketed improvements over there, but there are a lot of young, youthful guys. Yeah. 
So right now, two and four, right. you have the Vikings starting off the season. Not a great start to the season. Still in there, but not great. Yeah. San Francisco. Tough defensively. This game's going to be up and down, back and forth. Uh, don't know quite what the quarterback situation is for the San Francisco 49ers. It'll play itself out during the preseason. Uh, whether their quarterback's going to be healthy or not, we'll come to find out. Yeah. Uh, I have San Francisco still kind of tweaking this one and winning this one. So two and three, three losses in a row. Yeah, yeah, three but losses in a row. But now they start making hay. Well, three losses in a row. Right. We we know that the Vikings are in a rebuild. Is this where the rumblings kind of start coming on? Hey, is it time we move on from some of these pieces we have here? Well, I don't know. Uh, Kansas City and San Francisco are still pretty legitimate playoff teams. The only one that's be upsetting would be the Chicago. Uh, that loss right but now they come back with victories against green bay and atlanta two wins in a row two wins in a row on the road got you wondering and scratching your head uh i've got them beating the new orleans saints you're a believer in the Saints, yeah so that's three losses with three victories and then they go to denver and lose good defense in denver i like right that. i agree they, with they that denver and lose then chicago another victory on a monday night it's up in minnesota but that's not going to matter so victory the, 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 bear, bears. the bears win again yeah. I mean, oh, you got the Bears sweeping the Vikings the Bears this year. Sweeping the Vikings Woo! this year. Yes, I like to hear that. This is the year. This is the year. So that was the one where I kind of I have a split on that. So I I think that uh, well you can either take them to win or lose. You can't take them to tie. Yeah, I will not take them to tie. I refuse. And then, uh, then we got the bye week. Then you got yeah. the bye week coming out of the bye. The bye week. Taking we a loss into the bye. Fun. It was the bye week. <laughs> yeah. Right. Taking a loss into the bye, and then we yeah. got Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. Uh, boy, I tell you, I got a lot of faith in Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, that's going to be a 50-50 game. I think they win the Vegas game in Vegas. How much faith do you have that's, in Josh McDaniels? Um, Josh McDaniels. Well, it's not that I got faith in Josh McDaniels. McDaniels and uh, I think Garoppolo work together in yeah, New England. In, in uh, New England. So I think they've well. got a, a level of comfortability with each other. Yeah. So if he's alive at that point, I think I think it'll be tough. But Cincinnati next week's a loss, yeah. so they're going to beat Vegas. Uh, they're going to go to Cincinnati. They're going to get they're going to get crunched. Now look, look how to finish Detroit, Green Detroit, Bay, Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit. So I got loss, win, loss. You got them getting swept in the division twice. Yeah, I got loss, win. Well, Detroit right now for me is the creme de la creme of the division. Right on the come. I've been there. I know what it's like. When Jacksonville finally got to the top and won the division, they didn't let it go for an extended period of time. Right. So Detroit's on the come right now, and they've got a quarterback that's just good enough. You know what I'm saying? He's good enough to get you beat, but he's just good enough too uh, to keep you in the ball game. And uh, uh, they got St. Brown. They got Amon St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yep. They got the one that can play. Yeah. Right. They got the good save route they got, for sure. They got the one that can play. You know, uh, we got the one that can block. We we got we, hey, they got the one that can play. Top blocker in the game yeah. out here. Yeah, so, that fifty cents gets you a cup of coffee down the street. <laughs> so, uh, I believe that you have them finishing. I want to say seven and ten there, Yerk. Um, that's about right. I believe you have them finishing about seven and ten. Now, here's my thing. A uh, question uh, out to you: Didn't you have the Bears finishing with nine wins this Two, season? Three, four, five. And if that's the case, you would have the Bears finishing above the Minnesota Vikings this season, especially yep. sweeping them in the division. Yep, that's exactly what I have. I got them sweeping uh, the Bears sweeping Minnesota. I got them sweeping Green Bay because Green Bay doesn't know what the hell they are right now. They're trying to figure it out. They're going to find out whether they got a quarterback or not. I don't think they do. Um, yeah, I got them sweeping. Uh, boy, bookend Bears at the beginning and the Bears at the. At, I mean, Green Bay at the end. Yeah, Bears playing Green Bay at the end. Yeah. 
I, I've got them sweeping both the Nets with the those were the winnable games. They're not going to beat Kansas City in Kansas City. Right. Okay. Denver here, they should. Washington, for one reason or another, bear, plays the Bears tough. And defensively, they're a load, the Washington Redskins. Um, I think the Bears can have better success against Vegas and Los Angeles and New Orleans. You know, Carolina's a victory. And the, 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 the two Detroit games will yeah. decide whether the Bears make the playoffs or not. That's what I believe. Right. It'll all I believe they're four, uh four and two in the division with two losses coming to the Detroit Lions. And if they can beat Detroit one time, I think it gives them a chance to make the playoffs. But it's a it's a tough schedule. I mean, Cleveland's tough at Cleveland. Cleveland's gonna be a lot tougher than I think. Arizona think. and Atlanta stink, but it's right at the end of the year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't want to be in a situation where uh, you've got to go into Arizona, Atlanta, and Green Bay to get three victories. You're six and eight, and you need three victories to finish, you know, nine and so eight. To finish nine and That's eight. tough. Yeah. You got to try to avoid that situation as much as possible. But that could be a very real world scenario. Um, you know, depending with the look at his schedule. I think they can beat Green Bay. I don't think Tampa's that tough. I'm sorry. I just don't. They don't have a quarterback. Uh, all their guys are aging. Mike yeah. Evans isn't getting any younger. Um, their receiving core gets beat up a lot. Yeah, listen, Kansas City's going to be tough for everybody. It's going to be tough for the Bears. Yeah. Uh, Denver at home, advantage Bears. And that's the Sean Payton factor. Yes. 100%. We got a little better. Sean Payton has never, uh, I, I believe he has a winning record with every quarterback he's ever yeah. coached. And he's turned multiple quarterbacks from um, borderline bad guys to guys that are usable system guys. Teddy Bridgewater, right? Uh, Jameis Winston. I think when he gets a guy who's probably going to end up being a Hall of Famer in Russell Wilson, All he'll right. be able to turn things around there. If they go six and six into the break, twelve games before the break, mm-hmm. if they can go six to six into the break, I'd be kind of have a smile. But depending how what kind of losses you had, you know yeah. what they look like. But if they go six, if they go seven, five in the break, boy, I'm feeling very chirpy. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. feeling that little good. chesty. Yeah. A little chesty on that. Five and seven becomes problematic because that means you got to take down either Detroit or Cleveland to set up the scenario. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of what I see. Six and six going into the break. So let me let me ask you this, right? If you you're basically saying that Minnesota is going to take a, a giant step back. Yeah. Bears will overtake them. Right. Will that be the thing that I, so finally ends up breaking this Minnesota team apart? Probably, because I don't think they believe in their quarterback either, especially with how much money they're paying up. Yeah. So I've got the Detroit, Chicago, um, Minnesota, Green Bay. That's mm-hmm. how I got it finishing this year. I got a pretty good Chicago, feeling in that. Minnesota, yeah. Green Bay. I, yeah. I, I, I feel good about that. And, and it doesn't mean, to me, right, it doesn't mean that, the Bears are where they need to be, but it means you took a step in the right direction. Right. You won the games you were supposed to win, and at the end of the day, nine wins isn't amazing, but we saw nine wins in the AFC Championship last year. That's right. You know what I mean? So you you never know how, how these guys are going to be able to take a run. I mean, let me ask you from the player's perspective, from the guy that's in there, right? What do you think has to happen here for both sides to come out of this season or, or as you're well, going through the season, right, feeling like, okay, we made the right step or we made the right decision here with the I Bears, mean, of course. So much is dependent upon – I mean, the, the offense is dependent upon Justin Fields developing as a passer. Yeah. Period. So if he develops as a passer, I feel like you're taking the right step. The defense is so young with, you know, one, two, three, four, five, um, six, seven. I mean, they're a very young defense. Yes. And so you're just looking for somebody to become the playmaker, whoever it's going to be. I remember when Jacksonville got Marcus Stroud and John Henderson two years in a row. Those guys were staples for 10 years in the middle. Yeah. 
And that play, that team with Jack Del Rio, and at the end, I think it was with Coughlin. Coughlin at the beginning, Jack Del Rio later on, they'd go to the playoffs yeah. on a very consistent basis. So who wouldn't like that? You know, that, that's what you would like. If, if those two in the middle can develop and be those guys that can be stalwarts for 10 years, I think you go out and say, boy, that draft at the end 2023 was one hell of a draft. You got the youngsters in the defensive backfield that got to develop. You imported talented linebackers, so the guys that you like that you think is going to fit your system. I think you'll see more of the Eberflus defense. Where opposed last year, you you basically you you quit on the team. You you said we're going to throw this the thing team in the garbage. The, yeah, the the front office quit on the team. Front office quit on the team yeah. and said you got to just put up with it. Sorry, and I so I don't think there's a reflection upon anybody that can be judged. Um, based upon last year, it's the, the guys were playing hard. They played hard. Yeah. Um, you did what you did with your quarterback because you had to, because at times you couldn't protect him. At times he held the ball too long. At times he wasn't uh, quite developing at the rate you needed. But he was a dynamic quarterback because what he did with his legs. And he was an effective quarterback. And his ability to run opened up the passing game yep. for him because they had to account for that. And that caused a lot, a lot of gaps in there, and then he ended up finding some of those gaps in the past, which is a good thing. Nothing wrong with it. If you've got to do a rebuild, we saw I saw an article today about how Ryan Poles has really set the Bears up for the future, uh, cap space wise. A lot of things he has the Bears set in a good position, right. especially with the young pieces they have. But, but, if you had two years from now, it's all going to come to fruition based on two, what the three quarterback years. Does. Well, yeah. based on quarterback, you're going to have to pay him. You're going to have to pay Brisker. Yeah. You're going to have to pay your other guy. Yeah. You're going to have to start paying people, you know, and does your linebacker two, three years from now drop off to the point where, okay, now we don't have to pay him. I forget how much, uh, how many years the contract is. Edmonds, you're talking for about. Edmonds. Uh, yeah. I believe a four-year deal for Trey right. Edmonds. Yeah. So at, at four years, you make the decision on him. Okay, he's gone. You recapture $20 million. Well, you know let me let me, let me me ask you this. If you had to do a rebuild, right, would you rather be in a position now where how the Bears have they bottomed out they got the number one pick. They were able to trade it away. We get a bunch right. of stuff back. We'll see what happens. We're in the process. Or what the Vikings are probably going to have to do and what they're trying to do, where they're trying to like continue to be competitive, right. to hold on to a superstar that's already there in Justin Jefferson, but you still got to rebuild the quarterback position. You still got to rebuild this defense. You well, still got, you know, like I which said, rebuild he, are you he, looking at and feeling like you would go with? Well, it, it, sometimes you get put into a corner. You get put into a box. And the only rebuild you can do is the one that Minnesota's doing. Mm. That's where you are. Mm. There's not much you can do because of it. Unless you're ready to move on from the quarterback and Justin Jefferson yeah. and recoup some picks. Because I'm sure there'd be somebody out there. But I would want to trade him to a team that's not that great. Yeah. You know, a team that thinks they're on the come. They got I'd I'd be looking to maximize what I could get for uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, but they, listen, that's the way it's done sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you gotta do it that way. You'd prefer to do it the way you want, but sometimes you got to do it left-handed, and you can still pull it off. Why has Kansas City been so good for so long? Okay, they got the why quarterback was, right. Why was Andy Reid in, in Philadelphia, <laughs> yeah. and it just they kept winning, 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 winning? You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, you know. So why was that all happening? Why is it that some guys can win forever? Belichick's under the gun in New England. He's had uh, two or three losing seasons, right? Or two or three seasons they haven't made the playoffs. Haven't made the playoffs, right? Yeah. And he's coming under question. Uh, when you don't win, you you hey, what's wrong? Yeah. Well, you've got to be the problem, right? Did it pass you by? Has the right. game changed too much for you? I think Belichick tried to get cute with the uh, with the DC as an OC last sure. season, sure. but I, I look at the rebuild situations that both teams are in, and 
I don't know what the better scenario is, right? Because for me, right now, you're all all it seems like the Vikings are trying to do is put a team together to find out to keep years. Justin Jefferson. But you'll find out in four years. Yeah. I mean, that's who's who's which one's going to be better. Yeah. Well, whoever's better in four years from now, then that's the team that did it. You know, that team did it better than the other team did. Yeah. Not that one way or the other way was right. But the decisions that they made on who to keep, who not to keep, yeah. who to bring on board, how much to pay them, they made those decisions better. I think it's easier to get better the way the Bears are doing it. Yeah. I think it's more difficult doing it the other way. That doesn't mean the other way doesn't work or it can't work. Yeah, It can work just fine, but you've got to be right in the decisions that you make. So, Do they have enough to maybe try and just jumpstart something? Where you Minnesota? try Minnesota, where you try and uh, – you know you got no. the receiver. Maybe we just go out and try and buy a quarterback out here, well, one they, that goes on might, the market. But you're going to get a Garoppolo type of quarterback. That's yeah. what you're going to get. Garoppolo's a good quarterback. He wins games. Yeah. Right? He can do that for you. He also holds the ball a lot. He loves to go down the middle of the field. And sometimes he throws that interception at the wrong spot. So, I mean, I love Garoppolo. I love him as a quarterback. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind having Garoppolo as a quarterback. If I had to settle, I couldn't have the superstars because they're all tied up. Yeah. Give me a quarterback that's free agent. I'll take Garoppolo. I've got no problem playing with Jimmy G. So I, I think, um, you know, that's positive. You could win with a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo. So I, I don't know what Minnesota's going to do or how they're going to do it. But um, you, the quarterback's the most important position. So if you're going to move on from that quarterback, you better have a quarterback already in place. Yeah or a plan to get a quarterback before you say goodbye to him. Let us know how you guys are feeling in the comments, man. Let us know down below. What do you think the uh, the Vikings and Bears will finish at? I, I've got the Bears finishing 9-8, and eight, so I'm right there with you. I've got the Bears above the Vikings. I do have the Vikings finishing 9-8 and eight as well, but I have the Bears uh, winning out in the in the matchup overall. Like I said, we got a late bye for the Bears. Yeah, late bye. So, so let's see where we're at after 12 weeks. Uh, they've at least got to be 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. For them to get to where they need to be this year, you know, if they're anything under six and six, then you start scratching your head and you're going, "What's going on?" Yeah, so, Some, something, something's not panning. Something out. is amiss. Let me let me ask you this: what What's the better buy? What do you like an early buy when you play? Do you like a later buy when you play? I think right in the, the middle, six weeks six weeks to training camp. You add that to the eighteen week season, it's twenty four. So after six and six, after the sixth game, early to mid October. Mm-hmm. Maybe October 15th or October 22nd. That's when I think the ideal buy is. You get together, bumps and bruises, everything's good. Guys go on a trip, they go back to their colleges. You all come back in, and now it's you're making the run for the end of the day. It's 11-week yeah. run to try to go ahead and get this thing done. You just get to keep rolling. Is yeah. it is it is it easier to start back up when you've got more of the second half of the season? Like you, We're rolling in, and we just keep it going. Is well, it easier when you get the playoff time, I should say? I just think it's intermediate, the, yeah. the intermediate area. So anytime after game six, seven, or eight, you wait 12 weeks. I mean, that, that it could be a little late. You yeah. know? Now yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. well, what are we doing? You know, 12, we're muddling. We didn't really do it. You know, we didn't get a chance to self-analyze. And I'm looking for Thursday night games. Yeah. And you've got them like after week five, so you could do a self scout. October fifth, you're done with that game. You got ten days to your next game. Yeah, you can go ahead and do a self scout if you want after the first uh, five six games, and then you've got another one November 9th, Carolina. You're playing a Thursday night game, so there's another chance for you to do a self scout. Yeah, get in there. All right, we have it here. Now we have it here. What have we done? What are we doing? Let's take a look. Do we have tendencies? Uh, what are we doing on third and longs? Are we becoming too predictable? What's our formations down in distance? What are we doing? 
So you go do that self-scout, you provide yourself a little bit of analysis, and then you kind of got to counter what you do sometimes just so you can't become so predictable. Yeah. So you get the, there's two chances in the schedule where you can go ahead and do that. So we'll see if they do it and they take advantage. You got them both before the bye week, too. So you get you get uh, Thursday night game, yeah. week 10 versus Carolina, Thursday night game, week five versus the Commanders. I like uh, the breakup yeah. in the Bears schedule this year as far as, you know, it's not Monday at noon all the time. Yeah. I mean, Sunday at noon. Sunday at noon, 10 straight weeks at the end of the year, and they lost all 10 games. It's just a nightmare. Peggy and I were here. You were you doing the post game show, right? Yeah. At three we're like, what the? Jeez, not again. They found another way to lose. Especially that Detroit game was so heartbreaking. Yeah. So it's 325 noon, three, noon, seven, noon, noon, seven, noon, seven, noon, seven. That's a nice breakup. I like that. That's a good breakup. Then they go 12 and against Cleveland TBD and against the Packers at the end of the year TBD. Yeah. I already like the play, uh, the breakup, you know? Plus, on Sunday, it gives me a chance to go out to the golf course if they're playing at 325. Yeah, you might as well. I'll slap the little white ball around, then come back in here and have a little bit of fun. Might as well. I mean, I, I will say, that was, that was the one thing I didn't think about when uh, when uh, I accepted the post-game show gig. Yeah. And to be doing the uh, the local post-game show on ESPN 1000. I was like, oh, man, some of these games are going to be yeah. late. You're doing the, <laughs> you're doing the post, post-game show. I'm doing the post-post-game show, so you'll do your Be careful. Post. I parked in the garage one time on the day, yeah. and then I tried to get out the next day. It was like 12.15 yeah. uh, a.m., and they're like, oh, no, you never registered. I go, yeah, I did. I registered. I, I registered six hours ago. I go, now it's after midnight, and it's saying I didn't come in today because I came in yesterday. We're 15 minutes into the new day. So I had to chew the girl out and say, come on, get me out of here. <laughs> I was going to say, did you, have, open the gate. Did, did you have to walk around, scan back oh, in, and then no. scan out again? It's on the phone now. Everything's on the phone. <laughs> I, just, I couldn't believe it. I said, you got to let me out of here. I want to go home. Hey. I'm tired. And that's if you ever, if I ever work in the morning, like I work seven ten shift. Yeah. If I'm getting out of here at midnight. Yeah. Oh, I'm bringing the old pillow out. Yeah. In a blanket. <laughs> during during sleeping, the shift. Sleeping right in the office. No. <laughs> sleeping. Oh, right you're in the bringing office. it here. Yeah. You sleep it overnight. So you'll have the post post game show. Which I got the means post, post You're going to be getting on twelve fifteen to two o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey. It's a, hey. This is this is the dream I live, man. Yeah. This the pre pre show. I forget hey. when the pre-pre-show is on. <laughs> My heavens. Hey, the 28, man. I got to use All it right. while I can. I got to use right. it while I can. Well, that's it. That's the predictions. I love it, man. I love it. I think you got the Bears in some good places. Before we get out of here, you got any? What's your favorite uh, time playing up against Minnesota? The Vikings? Minnesota Vikings. You were a Packer. You were a All Jaguar. Right. What's your I, favorite time I, well, playing we got against destroyed. Brown? When I was up there, I played up there. Uh, the Jaguars played up there on a Sunday night, I think. Randy Moss had a couple of touchdowns, like 180 yards. <laughs> In receiving yards. Justin Jefferson. It, it, it was 1998. <laughs> yeah. And we were going to make the playoffs down in Jayville. Um, but uh, what did I do? Oh, so we got killed up there that time. You know, just murdered. I went up and played uh, in Green Bay. We were up there in Minnesota. Played them twice a year, every year. We were up there. And they took a lead on us. Um, I got the kickoff. They dribbled the kickoff because they didn't want to kick it to Robert Brooks or Corey Harris that were back there. Very dangerous return men. So they they squibbed it. I got it, and I kind of anticipated it could be a squib. Yeah. So I was on. I lined up usually on the twenty. I lined up on the twenty five. I went and ran at the ball. It bounced up beautifully into my hands. I returned it to like the forty four yard line. This is at the end of the game. Yeah. So got it. Returned it to the forty four. Now that's not what they wanted to do. They wanted to squib it, but they didn't want to return out to the forty four. Two yeah. completions were in field goal range. with a chance to win the game. Yeah. Right. 
So I get it to the 44. Everybody's high-fiving me, slapping me on the keister. Hey, nice job, nice job. <laughs> Sterling goes out for a right route. About It's probably a 14-yard route. Yeah. So it'll take them uh, 14 is 6 and 8. It'll take us to the 42, right? Probably still out of range, right? Yeah. But you catch that ball, you go down. We still have plenty of time left to make another completion. He dropped it. He dropped it. Two straight incompletions. Boom, it's over. He dropped it, but I could have been a hero. You could have been this a hero. This is the key play that set up the field position for what could have happened. So, do they was, rooty you off the field if in that situation? No, on I'm the already shoulders? Nope, I'm already on the sideline. They would have rooted <laughs> Chris Jackie would have got the Rudy treatment coming off the field. I think he was our kicker at that time. We had Craig Henrik too. Yeah, we had uh, two kickers at the time. One punt. Well, Craig Henrik punted. He's out of Notre Dame, and he also uh, did uh, kickoffs. Yeah. Because his leg was stronger than Chris Jackie's, and then Chris did the field goal. So, but uh, no, I had fun up there. I had a good time in Minnesota all the time. Uh, we played a Thursday night game where Reggie dominated. He, they got a video where he picks Chris Carter up. Chris Carter comes up on a peel block, yeah. and he's trying to get. It, and Reggie just took him and threw him into Warren Moon. <laughs> and then, in essence, Carter tackled Warren Moon, and Warren Moon went down, and Reggie just touched him. But we see that every once in a while. They'll release it on Twitter and we'll laugh about it. Oh, man. Reggie was a powerful, powerful man. Powerful man. Yeah. Yeah. But Minnesota always had a good offensive line. They had Chris, uh, Jeff Christie that was there. Uh, Todd, oh, I forget Todd's name. He was out. Randall McDaniel they had. So it was just like, boy. And I forget who the, the center for uh, when I first played him. It was a center out of Ohio State, yeah. centered for Mike Tomczak. He was an old veteran guy out there. He was tough for the nails, too. It's just like, geez, never easy playing against the Minnesota Vikings. Did you ever have a big day against them? Oh, I had a sack when McMahon was there. We played in the Milwaukee in 94. Yeah, yeah I had a sack, a couple TFLs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was an aggressive player, so they tried trapping me a lot, and sometimes they did. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they did. Sometimes they did. <laughs> when they didn't get me, it was oof. Here I go. Hey. But the traps and the whams, you got to look out for it. I mean, if I was playing against a great player, yeah, I wouldn't even block them. I go by them and I just I I'd get them from the side every time. I get them from the side. I'd I'd get them from so many different angles that he'd want to slow down. <laughs> hey, he'd be his, he'd be looking left and right, not worrying about going forward. Yeah, great player. I'd leave alone and just just. just Get him from everywhere. Yeah, you, you wham block. From you, the inside, you know what he can do coming at you. The outside trap him. Let him go. Think that we're going to come and we're going to saw him in half. Whatever. Great players. You got to find a way. You got to find a way to make great players hesitate. And when they hesitate, then they slow themselves down. That split second of thinking, man. That's what Cam Jordan said Kirk that's Cousins it. does. Hey, that's another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. Appreciate you guys for showing love as always. Pat the designer and Yurko in the building. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, and make sure you leave a five-star review. As always, y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear down. Peace. <laughs>